being able to work with my family and, and work with dad on on land that was originally his his dad's before him um, is definitely not lost to me. And, um, you know, even though there's tough days and frustrations, to, to be able to think about that and put it into perspective, once again, I, I count myself pretty pretty lucky. This is The Producers. I'm Anthony Huckstep. After a career in the Navy, Ace Hodgkinson-Jones returned home to take over the family farm. Firebreak Farm is situated in the foothills of the Bunya Mountains, where Ace and his family are raising quality, pasture-fed lamb and beef, as well as free-range pork and poultry, using regenerative agricultural practices. I'm Ace Hodgkinson-Jones, and together with my, my wife Kylie, and the help of my parents, we own and manage Firebreak Farm. So we are situated in the South Burnett region of Queensland. So that's about uh, two and a half hours northwest of Brisbane. Uh, we're near a small town called Maidenwell, which is at the foothills of the Bunya Mountains. Um, so typical kind of um, beef cattle country. We've got uh, red volcanic scrub soil um, kind of mixed in with, with black cracking clays is, is kind of our to- topography, yeah. So the South Manette, we think, is a bit of a, a hidden gem. I think typically people think of, of the South Banana and it might be peanuts or beef cattle or maybe a little bit of dairy. Um, but recently there seems to be a bit more interest into lots of other producers, whether it's wine or cheese or, or caper berries. So we're situated close enough to Brisbane, the Sunshine, the Gold Coast to kind of be a bit of a food bowl, we think. Um, so that with the growing trend of, of people interested in, in food, um, that I think um, that's where the South Burnett can really come into it and, and being so close. So, yeah, not, not yet known as a huge food bowl, but we think moving forward it, it really can be. Although he was at home sailing the seas in the Navy, a chance to reconnect with family and start his own young family brought Ace back to land. Food for me, I mean, there's nothing wild, nothing crazy. It's probably all around uh, family dinner tables, you know, big big family cook-ups, uh, my grandparents' place, you know, um, big big family get-togethers is, is my earliest memories of food. Probably a little bit from the farm, uh, a bit of the beef coming from the farm, um, and then, yeah, sharing that as, as a family unit. I'm probably what you classify third generation, so my grandfather settled here uh, after the war, um, he then expanded a few different blocks and then the block that we have now is, is one of those blocks that he purchased uh, later on down the path. So 19, early 1960s, he purchased here um, and then my parents um, took this smaller block, paddock, of, of what was originally the bigger farm um, and then I've recently come back with my wife um, and, yeah, we, we've decided to run it. I transitioned from the Navy uh, last January um, so I spent about seven years in the Navy, which is where I went, met my wife, Kylie. Um, I was a combat systems operator, which is a technical, technical name for someone who looks at radars and sonars, and, and I specialised in uh, air traffic control, essentially, so using air assets um, within, within the Navy. So that's kind of my background. At Firebreak, the array of different animals makes things very interesting on the farm. We originally started as just a prime lamb 
um, Prumland Production, and we sold our lamb through another local farm. So under our own branding, but they were doing grass-fed beef direct to, to consumer through Brisbane. Um, so that's how we kind of dipped our toes in the water. And then uh, the more comfortable we got and, and the more that we kind of planned for my wife and I to come back onto the farm, we saw that as something that we could take over uh, wholeheartedly. So that were the early days and then we have a mixed uh, mixed farming here so we've got pork, lamb and beef at the moment. Um, so our sows are a bit of a motley crew, a bit of a mix of some heritage breeds, um, some Berkshires as well as Durox. Um, so we have about 15 breeding sows. Um, we use a large white boar over the top of them which we find gives us the right kind of mix between a slower growing animal that doesn't pack on too much, too much fat. Um, we run a Dorper and Australian white uh, lambs and ewes. Uh, we have about 250 breeding ewes uh, that we rotationally graze through our paddocks. Um, so they are a bit of a, a bit of a trade thing as well, depending on the weather. Um, and then we've got our, our beef cattle. So predominantly Angus or European breeds. We've re- recently moved into some Speckle Park. So we've got some Speckle Park F1 um, and purebreds and a Speckle Park bull. So we're moving down that path as well. And that's something we really hope to grow into the future. Um, we're hoping to get out of the Speckle Parks a bit of improved carcass quality. Um, we've heard a lot about not only their temperament, but but how they can finish on, on grass. And we're a fully grass-based system here, so that's really important to us. Our whole farm is run with regenerative methods or the whole regen space. So we use the pigs as part of our no-till. Um, so get rid of old trash. We have a fair bit of lantana and brush and that sort of thing. So they tend to dig that up. They do a really good job. Um, we then seed cover crops through that uh, and then bring the lambs um, the lambs and the cattle through. So we're finding that's working at the moment, pending rain um, and a few other things. Uh, we've also got a lease block, which really assists with our cattle production, um, particularly at the moment when we can move cattle around and, and try and match that stocking density to the feed that's on offer. We quickly learnt that um, it's just as much a logistics game as it is a farming game. Um, you know, whether it's matching the, the stocking rate to the food on offer through to organising um, kill dates and, and processing dates and picking that up and getting that through to the customer. So what attracted me to farming is, is obviously being outdoors and being with animals and, and improving the land. But um, there is a lot of a lot of time and effort spent, I guess, behind a computer as well uh, and befo- behind a phone, just coordinating all of that and working that out so it can be as seamless as possible to our, our customers and consumers. Although he has a routine, Ace concedes anything and everything can go wrong on the farm, but that keeps things interesting. So every day is kind of bookmarked, so start and finish with, with rounds with the pigs. So... We feed them twice a day, check their water. Uh, they're pretty hard on water and fences and that sort of thing. So that, that's always the start and the end of the day. And then in the middle, we'll just depend on the projects at the time. Um, so at the moment, we're building some um, retreats on our farm so, so people can come and stay and, and, and experience the South Bernard and our farm. So a lot of the, the middle of the day and those sort of bigger projects are involved with the project management of those cabins and putting in extra water lines or planting trees and um, accessibility and, and, and all that 
sort of stuff. So no one day is, is really the same. Um, if something comes up in the morning, whether it's a broken water pipe or, or the wieners have, have decided to go and, and live with the neighbours, um, then that will take priority. So, yeah, the stereotype of sheep being the dumbest animal on the farm is definitely true. Um, wherever one goes, they all go. And then you, you've got the pigs who are probably the smartest animal on the farm and, and they definitely know better than we do. So there's always, um, you know, every morning involves feeding the pigs and doing the rounds um, and there's always one that that wants to go somewhere else or push through an electric fence and, and try someone else's water or, or try someone else's feed for the day. So uh, we rotate our pigs through the pasture. So we use electric fencing for that, uh, which works pretty well, but there's always a stubborn, more intelligent pig um, that seems to be able to get through. So it's always um, frustrating and I suppose there's a bit of comedic value there as well. Um, but yeah, they, um, they, everyone seems to get along, along pretty well. Supplying the local market, both consumers and the restaurant industry, is the primary focus for ACE. So we sell direct to consumer, um, mainly through our local area um, in Brisbane. So we do farmers markets in Brisbane twice a month uh, and then through a CSA style model and, and delivery options, we, we deliver to the local area in Brisbane once a month as well. So um, we really enjoy that and and enjoy meeting our customers and and we take kind of great pride and responsibility in and being able to hand over our produce that, that we've raised and and we know how it was raised where it was raised and the way it was treated to be able to to feed other families really and and that's that's really what it's all about for us um so that's yeah, the commodity sort of base selling through yards doesn't appeal to us as much. Um, we don't get that that feedback or that kind of warm and fuzzies as we do, you know, um, seeing our locals at the farmers markets and, and them telling us, hey, we did this with the porchetta or, or this pork belly or, you know, that, that lamb chop was unreal, blah, blah, blah. And, and it allows us to tell them what's happening on the farm as well. You know, it's it's pretty dry at the moment out here and and we can say you know that the lambs are a bit bit thin on it at the moment the you know that there's not as much fat coverage because of x y and z um and we really enjoy that part of it i suppose so yeah direct to consumer um which we'll continue to do so we're, we're supplying uh, a restaurant in brisbane um currently with our pork which was once again a bit of a pipe dream sort of you know we can't believe that our name is on a on a menu in brisbane um so when we went in there and and we had it for the first time and and we were able to eat our produce through um you know a fine dining experience in brisbane um was just amazing you know we, we had to pinch ourselves to be like hey this is this is our produce this is this is what we do and having it prepared by people who care um care for it as much as we do and and have that confidence that you know they're doing the best that they can to prepare it in a way that that really honors that animal and and honors what we do on farm so that was awesome um and obviously they can cook better than i can so um that was really nice too finding your sea legs in the navy might seem like a nautical mile away from farming but as ace explains there are skills that can be applied to both spending my time in the navy you, you spend a fair bit of time away um, different cities and, and that sort of thing which is good fun but for me I really needed to come back home and, and my parents are still on the farm helping my wife and I so being able to to work with them on, on a daily basis and, and fix fences with, with dad and, and now that we've started a family of our own to be able to do that out 
on on property and on land and, and in fresh air, I think is is pretty life changing. Um, not everyone is afforded that in their life, I suppose. So yeah, I, I think that that's pretty special. That's a special part of farming for me. Now, with the foundation at Firebreak Farm, Ace is looking to take advantage of the idyllic landscape too. So a big thing for us is we're putting two cabins um, on the farm um, that we call the Firebreak. So that's predominantly around showcasing the South Burnett. Um, we think it is a great area for food production moving forward and, and if we can kind of collaborate with some other local producers in not just the meat industry but everything from, from honey and, and caper berries and, and other experiences um, that we can bring people out to the South Burnett. So that's a big push for us at the moment. We um, hopefully are opening the doors probably early, early in the new year. Um, and, and we can show people what we do on farm and, and they can build confidence in their food system. And, and yeah, we're, we're pretty proud to show it off. Although Ace loves working with animals and on the land, the connections forged with consumers is what drives him. Well, I think farming in general is, is quite a, a social um, you know, industry. You, you really need to, to leverage on relationships and build relationships quite easily. Um, and and working working hard and working long days kind of goes without saying. So that's that's some of the I guess the things that I lean on now. And, and now that I've come back to the farm after my time in the navy and, and after my time away, you know, living in Sydney and South Coast and, and WA and that sort of thing, um, being able to come back and build those relationships easy and and know what a what a good hard day looks like. Um, and also what it can be like on the other side. You know, I had a real yearning to come back to the farm, to, to be outdoors and, and to spend that time in the sun. Being able to work with my family and, and work with dad on, on land that was originally his, his dad's before him um, is definitely not lost to me. And, um, you know, even though there's tough days and frustrations, to, to be able to think about that and put it into perspective, once again, I, I count myself pretty, pretty lucky to be able to do that. Firebreak Farm is a wonderful example of a small-scale farm where different animals live their best lives and the local community know exactly where their food comes from too. This is The Producers, a Deep in the Weeds production. I'm Anthony Huckstep. Stay tuned as we share the stories of producers, farmers, makers and growers the true lifeblood of the food industry. Follow us on Instagram at Producers Podcast or email us at producerspodcast at deepintheweeds.com.au.